This special edition of the Cocktail Lovers podcast is sponsored by Graham's Blend Series. Today we're speaking to Victoria Simington, brand marketing manager at Graham's and fifth generation of the family business, which includes a portfolio of delicious fine wines and ports, as well as the Graham's Blend Series, two fresh and innovative takes on port, one white, one red, both blended specially for mixing. We're also joined by Alina Bazin, winner of this year's Graham's Blend Series Global Cocktail Competition. A cocktail competition created for bartenders around the world to showcase the beauty and versatility of these two incredible blends. The Graham's Blend Series competition is now open for entries for 2024. If you'd like to be in with a chance of competing in the global finals in Porto in May, and win in €1,000 and a six-month supply of Graham's Blend Series ports for your bar, listen in. Okay, so how wonderful that we're joined by Victoria Simonton and this year's winner of the Graham's Blend Series competition, Elena. Wonderful, Elena. But we're going to start with Vicky first because we'd like to talk to you about being a member of the Simmontons family and actually working with Port and all of the wonderful things that go with that. So first of all, tell us about how you got started in the business. Well, I obviously grew up sort of around port and around wine, you know, so so my first kind of memories of port and wine, I, I don't have a specific one. It's always just kind of been part of my life. You know, my great, great grandfather moved to Porto in 1882 and he obviously started working in port and in wine. So I've always sort of, that's all I've known. And actually it wasn't something that I had in my head that I always wanted to go into the family business. In fact, it was kind of, not at all the route that I was going to go down. You know, I was still relatively young, kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I worked in various different companies in some different areas trying to figure out. And I'd actually just figured out that, you know, marketing was my area. I felt that was something that I was really interested in. You know, it was creative and that I could also add value, you know, to some company, some product. And actually, I went off to do a master's in luxury marketing. And it was during the masters that I kind of realized that I had this interest that I potentially wanted to look into, which was, you know, all of our modules and everything that we were looking at, you know, being luxury, it was a lot sort of cars and fashion and, but not only. And I was always trying to kind of bring that back and in my head, figure out, okay, so how would I apply this, you know, to the world of fine wine or port or even, you know, wider than that spirits. Obviously, we don't work with spirits, but, you know, drinks. And it was kind of throughout that process that I realized, actually, there's something here that I am naturally interested in seeing how I can kind of add value as well. So it all kind of started from there. And part of the course was I had to do an internship with a luxury brand. And I asked, you know, asked very nicely if they would take me to do my six month internship. And I found it really interesting. It wasn't at all, you know, we're talking about kind of perception sometimes, you know, and there can be a perception sometimes about the fine wine world that's sort of a bit old, a bit stuffy, traditional. And I was very pleasantly surprised. And I really felt that I could kind of add value to this area. 
How do you go about dispelling the myths that, and whilst keeping ports relevancy these days? I think our main focus really is about kind of education and getting the word out there because, you know, a lot of people have perceptions of port that come from, you know, most often their grandparents, you know, my grandparents had an old dusty bottle somewhere, (laughs) you know, that they'd keep open for years and have a drink here and there, you know, and about the moment in which we drink port. And I think really, you know, we have something called the School of Port, which is now a platform that we use to educate, you know, people in the trade, but also, you know, anyone who wants to learn more about port. But it's also to do really with our communication, you know, on social media or whether it's kind of presentations or getting in front of people. You know, and for us, it's really important. We always talk about liquid on lips because I think often there's this perception that port is kind of, you know, it's a heavy drink. It's you know, and the reality is that actually when people try it, they always seem to be pretty pleasantly surprised because I think they have this idea of what it's going to taste like. And quite often they'll sort of brush it off as, no, I don't like port, but actually, have you tried it? And then the second question, if they have, is have you tried it in the right way? You know, the right temperature, you know, port, in my opinion, should not be drunk at room temperature. You know, nowadays room temperature is essentially pretty warm, you know, and it's not a great experience. We like to have it in the fridge, serve it chilled. And I actually think, you know, it's surprisingly refreshing. And it's not just for after dinner, although after dinner's, you know, an amazing moment to have it, pairings with food. But, you know, a lovely summer evening, having a really chilled bottle of port is something that, you know, I really enjoy. And I think a lot of people, if they had the opportunity to try it in the right way, would also appreciate. Well, I'm a huge port fan, as you know. And also, we wanted to talk about, particularly in this episode, we wanted to talk about the Graham's Blend series, which is why we have Alina with us as well. But before we get on to Alina, Vicky, can you tell us about Graham's Blend and why and when it was created? Yeah, so the... Graham's Port over the last, you know, Graham's Port was established in 1820 and over its history really has actually been quite an innovative brand. You know, we talk about Port being traditional and whilst there is tradition and there is heritage, which is incredibly important to us and the brand. We have actually seen innovation a lot. It was one of the first brands that invested in its own vineyards in the Dury Valley. You know, a few years ago, we saw the aged tawny range move from, you know, the quite heavy dark bottles into clear bottles that sort of pull more of a kind of a spirits look into them. And this really propelled port in the right direction. You know, a a lot of our competitors and other people who work in port went in the same direction, which is great for the port category in itself. You know, and over the last perhaps decade, a lot of our family have spent summers drinking port and tonic with white port. It wasn't something that we necessarily communicated about. It wasn't one of our suggested serves, as it were, but it was something that we all really enjoyed. It was really light, you know, it's a lower ABV alternative to the gin and tonic, and it really kind of shows the floral and the aromatic profile of the wine. And it kind of got us thinking that actually there was a gap for something like a white port in which that was blended specifically for mixing, as well as also, you know, getting younger people more involved, get younger people more comfortable with the category. There's a lot of information around port and it can be quite overwhelming for a lot of people. But actually, if we created something that was very simple, very easy, eye-catching, you know, also visually appealing, we thought it would be very interesting to kind of bring young people in, but also fill a gap that 
port didn't necessarily fill, you know, bars or high-end restaurants that also have bars and serve cocktails. It was something that we thought would certainly be interesting. So the first of the blend series that was born was actually the blend number five. So Graham's is white, white port, which obviously we communicate very heavily as a port and tonic. But then we started to see a lot of people use it creatively and take their own twist on it and mixologists in particular. You know, that was part of it. You know, we did what we do best, which is, you know, create an amazing blend with an amazing profile. But actually, we're not mixologists. You know, we don't live in that world. And actually, we wanted to pass over to people like Alina, you know, who what they do best is take a product and find the best way to show it, you know, through mixology. And so that's been really interesting. And then naturally, the blend number 12 was born, you know, about a year or two after the blend number five. There's different categories within port and they each have their own profile. And it was very interesting to see, you know, once we launched the blend number five, we actually noticed that people were taking some of our other ports from our, you know, the rest of our range and mixing them. And we thought we can make something, you know, that is specifically for them to be able to explore with. Fantastic. And then when did the Graham's Blend Series competition come to life as well? So the first Graham's Blend Series competition was actually last year in 2022. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So we already had, we had these two amazing products that we were seeing, you know, amazing mixologists around the world experimenting with and coming up with their own cocktails. And we just thought, you know, it's an opportunity to get people together, but also for us to learn from them. You know, as I was saying earlier, you know, we did what we did best, you know, and we're not from that world. And I think it's been amazing to see how, you know, each different mixologist, they obviously have their own style. They're interested by different elements of the port, whether it's to do with the history, you know, the story, the profile itself, and just really watch how they kind of bring out each of these elements in their own way. It's also important for us because the mixologists are essentially also, you know, the influencers of their world, you know, and one thing is us saying, you know, here's an amazing mixology product, here's an amazing, you know, port wine that goes so well with tonic and you can experiment at home. But another, it's a totally different thing when, you know, mixologists who are kind of trusted and respected within their worlds actually, you know, show us and the people around them actually how versatile it is. Absolutely. So, Alina, that leads us nicely on to you. Because tell us, when did you first become aware of Graham's Blend and which one did you use in the competition? So, actually, I became aware of the blend and the whole competition just a couple of weeks before it started because my boss came up to me and he's always like kind of gently nudging me to do stuff like that because I'm always a little bit hesitant. I'm like, "Mm, I'm not sure. So, he was like, Hey, it's not a large competition. It's not super huge in Germany yet because it's the second year. So just go there, try it, do your thing, have fun. And the Sudermann bar where the finals were here in Germany, they're actually good friends with our bar. So it was basically a no brainer. I was like, yeah, why not? I like the product. It tastes good. I can work with that. I can do something. So when you first got the bottle and the idea of entering the competition, tell me what it sparked in you and which direction you chose to go with. We received both the white and the red port, 
blend. I tried them both, but I immediately decided that I wanted to go with the red one. Not because I didn't like the white one, but it's just way lighter and, as Vicky said, more floral. And I always kind of like working with darker, heavier ingredients. And I like steered drinks, Manhattans, old fashions. So I decided to go with that. And when I tried it for the first time, I was surprised because I kind of expected it to be heavy. And of course, it's a red port, so it has a little bit of heaviness, but it also has these really fresh, floral and fruity fragrances and tastes. So it was like a perfect summer wine. And you did a wonderful drink with coffee. Tell us about that because people, okay, they may think after dinner they can have a coffee and a port, but you brought them both together, but not in a heavy way. It was a lovely, fresh, very beautifully balanced drink. So can you talk us through the layers and also the inspiration, how you decided to create it and to build it? So basically, as I said, I took that first impression that I had from the port. I was like, okay, what am I going to do with that? I haven't worked with port until that time that much yet. So it was basically, I was basically working with something new. So my approach was to take that impression and work with that in my drink. So I wanted to make like a pre-dinner or after dinner kind of drink, something that you could just enjoy outside and have a good time and also stay true to my style. So have something that's a little bit darker, but not too heavy. And I really love Manhattans, <laughs> so that's why I went in that direction. But since I didn't want it to be too spirit-driven, I just flipped it upside down so the major ingredients is the port. And then I added some mezcal to it, because usually, traditionally, you use bourbon or rye for Manhattan, but I didn't want to have another heavy part in the drink. So the mezcal just adds some... It adds the earthy tone, but it also takes a little bit of that heaviness away, I think. And the coffee, it just blends in so beautifully with the fruit and it gives it so much depth and these chocolate notes. And from that on, it was basically just balancing those three ingredients to work out how to fit them together perfectly. And you did very well indeed. And also all of those flavours separately, people may not think of them coming together with port. This is why the beauty of Graham's blend, because it does work with so many things. I mean, during the competition, yes, you won, Alina, with your brilliant drink, but we saw so many wonderful creations. Vicky, can we talk about some of the ones and some of the surprises that you saw, some of the things that actually stood out for you? Yeah, well, naturally, obviously, Alina's definitely stood out. And similar to what you were saying before, you know, quite often we associate coffee to an end of meal drink. And actually, interestingly, you know, as a separate sort of two separate drinks, what I found interesting was actually Ruby Port itself does actually, you know, pair when we talk about food pairings, pairs very well with, you know, coffee. We, we would talk about kind of a tiramisu or desserts that have coffee in them. But I had never really thought about actually combining coffee with the blend number 12 in a drink itself, you know. And at first I was 
possibly a little bit apprehensive. Although I do also love, you know, I love an espresso martini. So anything coffee related, you know, I was keen to try. And I was absolutely blown away by how sort of seamlessly, you know, the drink and all the components came together. But, you know, as I was saying earlier, I think it's amazing to see the versatility, but also how each mixologist, you know, interprets, you know, the competition as well as the drink. So there was one contestant who focused a lot on and obviously did a lot of research as well on the history of the brand, of the Graham's brand, but also, you know, history of the brands that he used and how he used that to sort of build his story around the cocktail. You know, we had another contestant who was actually third who used stories from his own life, actually, and how Port, you know, having potentially not even, you know, drunk Port in his early life, but how it reminded him of certain times in his own life. And I think it's interesting to see how, you know, each person interprets it, but also actually how each of the contestants were able to come with a really strong link that made sense to them, but also to the product itself. Yeah, and it's fantastic because all of the competitors are really young as well, you know. So going back to the thing that you were saying about people have these preconceived ideas of port being old and fusty and, you know, something that your grandparents had. But we have these amazing mixologists all coming together with this creativity and zest for life and breathing new life into the category. So that must be really exciting for you, Vicky, as well. It's definitely really exciting. I mean, it's essentially what we, when we were looking at creating the blend series, is exactly this is what we had in mind. You know, we wanted to bring kind of new life into it, relevance for a young consumer, you know, our our existing, you know, port in the portfolio. You know, we've worked over the last few years to make it younger, more relevant, more interesting from various different angles, you know, from communication through to packaging. But the reality is as well is, you know, it's an amazing and really interesting challenge to have, which is we have a lot of the traditional consumer who still enjoy those ports. So we have to kind of be careful as well to not take a very well-loved port to lots of people and just can totally strip it of its identity. And not that we would want to anyway, because there is so much history and heritage behind these. But, you know, finding the things that kind of bring out the excitement for the younger generation. And actually, with the blend series, we sort of had a carte blanche, which was, you know, that we weren't going to upset (laughs) anyone in particular because it wasn't already an existing product. So, you know, and it's incredible to see that it's working very well. And I think one of the things that I most enjoy about the cocktail competition is, you know, I get to meet all of all of the contestants who are the winners from each of their nationals, and also hearing their feedback and what their views are, you know, and it's something I think we're very proud of that it seems to we haven't yet had someone who said, No, I can't, you know, I can't work with this, it doesn't mix well, you know, it's really, it seems to be doing exactly what we wanted it to. And Alina, because, I mean, I've been lucky enough to judge it two years, and I must say it's really amazing for me to meet everybody, but I love it also seeing the enthusiasm, this new discovery for all of the competitors. So even though you've discovered the Graham's Blend series, you actually get to find out more about the ports in the portfolio. Tell me about how the competition worked for you and what you loved about it. I know you loved it because because you told me that, but you can tell me what resonated with you. For me, it was really amazing that it didn't feel like a competition. There was no competing between 
all the guys that were there. And it was basically just coming together like a, I don't know, a group of new friends and discovering this world of ports together. And every, it was when we had that breakfast the first morning, I was reminded of my grandma's house because she used to have a house in Spain and there was this huge table and we would have breakfast there. And it was just like a family sitting there having toast and eggs and everything was so nice and everybody was so helpful and yeah it was just amazing and also we do get to discover a lot about the heritage of the ports and the different ports as well so it's not just about the new it is about looking to the tradition and the heritage and I love that as well and I hope that you got as much out of that side as you do out of the Graham's blend yeah I love that part I loved how we were able to try all the different styles of port and we had everything right next to each other so we could compare what a vintage port compared to a blend or an aged tawny tastes like because I think you rarely get the chance to have that experience with somebody who's right in front of you who works with these wines every day and is able to explain everything to you and then also I thought it was really impressive that we could go down to the winery where we went to the huge barrels and those tanks where they used to stomp around with their feet to mush up the grapes and everything. It was so cool to see that up close and have that experience. And being in the Duro Valley as well, which is yeah. beyond. It was gorgeous. So what would you say? So obviously, we've done the competition this year. You've won. Fantastic. Congratulations. But now there's going to be a new round. But somebody who's taken part in it, what would you say to prospective competitors? I mean, I would recommend to just stay true to yourself and stay true to your style. Do what you like, because... That was something I realized that my style of drinks differed a lot from other drinks. And at first I was insecure if that was a bad thing, but then I realized maybe it's a good thing. So just do your thing, have fun, don't be shy and enjoy the time you have. And also, what would you say about the competition? Because it's one thing taking part, but what would you say, having been to, had the whole experience there, how would you describe it? How would you say to people why they should enter? I mean, it's probably a once in a lifetime experience. You will never be able to have an experience that intense again. And you get to see the beautiful city, you get to see the Dura Valley. We did a ride on the boat. We saw the vineyard. We had traditional Portuguese food. It was so much to take in just in those two days. And you get to meet so many amazing people. You get to meet the swimming family, all the people that work around the port every day. So it's really worth it. So just do it. Just go with it. And one last thing for both of you. What are you proudest of in the whole competition? I'll start with Vicky. Gosh, that's a hard one. I think there's a few things, but I think one of the things that I'll mention first is, you know, I was talking earlier about how the mixology world is not our world. You know, we've worked in fine wine and port for centuries, and it's a world that we're not as familiar with. You know, it's not our where our experience lays. And I think 
when doing something like a cocktail competition, sometimes people feel the need to kind of copy very well-established spirits brands who have been doing this for many years, you know, have a lot of contacts. And I actually think one of the things that I'm proud of with Graham's is I feel like we do it differently. We do it in our way. You know, we are a family, a family company, a family brand. And it's it's lovely as well to hear Alina say, you know, it didn't feel like a competition. It felt like it was a group of friends. And that's kind of what our, that is what our brand is. That is what our company is. And so being able to have, you know, all the competitors come out here and feel that as well. You know, it's, we don't want it to be a cutthroat competition. It's not, you know, the competition is part of it, of course, you know, and that always adds that little element that sometimes can make people nervous. But actually what we want to do is, you know, we want to host people. We want people to feel comfortable. We want them to feel comfortable around the category, around port and around each other. And the competition is really about, you know, showing the best of what port has, showing the best of what, you know, each of you have, each of the mixologists have. And that sort of coming together it's not you know we're not looking to kind of you know mark people down we're actually looking to mark people up and actually be surprised and amazed by the creations that they come up with so I'd, I'd probably say that's what I'm most proud of because I feel that you know Alina but also the feedback from the other contestants was that you know that they felt comfortable and actually the few days before the competition that we have to, with everyone together kind of helped ease people's nerves and you, Alina, what are you proudest of, apart from winning, of course? Basically, Vicky just said what I was about to say. I'm actually proud of myself that I managed to calm my nerves. So I was able to prepare myself for the actual competition part. And also at the same time, I was able to enjoy the day before and take everything in. And I also would like to give a basically like a shout out or something to the other guys who took part in the competition because everybody was so sweet. And even though I was late and I couldn't take part the first day because my flight was delayed, the next morning everybody was super welcoming and I was immediately part of the group. So I never felt like the odd one out. So I really want to say thank you for that. And it was awesome to be there with everyone. Well, thank you both. And we will keep people informed of when the competition is enrolling for next year. But as I say, in the meantime, thank you both very much. And I will continue to be drinking my Graham's Blend number 12 in the evening with your drink, Alina. I think we should put the recipe up on our show notes as well so people can make it for themselves. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. The Graham's Blend Series competition is now open for entries for 2024. If you'd like to be in with a chance of competing in the global finals in Porto in May and winning €1,000 and six months supply of Graham's Blend Series ports for your bar, sign up and find out more details at blendseriescomp2024.grahams.com. Dot com.